welcome. Uh, welcome to another hash, uh, uh, hashtag just saying podcast review. Podcast review today, episode two. It is episode two. Yay! And we are gonna review Christmas Vacation. Yay! Good yes. worlds. <laughs> yes. Uh, I can't think of anybody who hasn't seen this movie. And if you haven't, see it. Why haven't you? Get out more. <laughs> uh, so, I, I feel like we, we really don't have to go over the plot too much. <laughs> but I will. So, quick plot, quick plot outline is that Clark, Clark, as played by Chevy Chase. Yay, Chevy. Uh, he wants a fun, old-fashioned Christmas with his family. And so his, uh, his parents come, his in-laws, uh, his come. in-laws come as well, and they are surprised by Cousin Eddie, <laughs> played by Randy Quaid, played by the odd Randy Quaid, <laughs> and it's just, you know... Everything that builds up to the the Christmas holiday. The poor guy, he's got a lot going on at work. (laughs) You know, he's waiting on his Christmas bonus. Spoiler alert, it comes late and not really at all. Yeah, that's one of the downfalls for him. He doesn't know that it's not coming. Yeah. So he has a complete meltdown, which is hilarious. (laughs) And Eddie decides, you know what? I'm going to take this day into my own hands. And he goes out and kidnaps his boss. I'm going to give him the best gift he wants. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, he's he's trying to be helpful, I guess, by committing a kidnapping. <laughs> and the boss... In a blue leisure suit. <laughs> blue leisure suit. And the boss has, you know, an, an Ebenezer Scrooge turnaround. Mm-hmm. And he reinstates Clark's bonus. The police come... Destroy his house. Or destroy, completely obliterate his house. Holds guns up to the yeah. kids' heads. But, you know, they live through it. That's what. The boss is impressing charges. Everybody gets to walk away with their head held high. And that's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I forgot the uh, Uncle Lewis. And uh, what's I'm, her name? Aunt Bethany. Aunt Bethany, yeah. They, they show up as well. Is your house on fire? <laughs> Don't throw me down, Clark. I'll try not to, Aunt Bethany. <laughs> I know. Like, there's so many good one-liners from this film. It's a great movie. It's one of my favorites. Um, it's it's kind of a tie between this and A Christmas Story mm-hmm. of being my favorite holiday movies. I have a lot of I have a lot of holiday movies, but it's one. Those are like the two. I it's like you have to make sure you watch them every year. Especially the story one. Yeah. Christmas Story. So now that we've given you, like, a basic plot outline, and we didn't get too in-depth because we're, like, I'm, like, 98% sure that anybody watching this has already seen it. Or is a big fan of it. Yeah. So if you're like us, and you know, oh, these two did a review on it. Let me see what they say about it. <laughs> yes. So now we're going to give you some extra stuff. Yay. Oh, yeah. We love extras. We got... I don't like when DVDs don't give you extra stuff. So we have on the table with us 
for those who in the the audio version we have the DVD for the film sitting right between us. Mm-hmm. Special features are audio commentary with Randy Quaid, Beverly D'Angelo, Johnny Galecki, Miriam Flynn, and director Jeremiah Chechnik, and producer Maddie Simmons, and a theatrical trailer. Whoopee. Do you mean to tell me <laughs> that that's all? That's all you have? <laughs> Like, there are no outtakes. I know, I know that there has to be outtakes. Between the stuff that, like... cast like this. Yeah, I mean, between the stuff that Chevy Chase was doing and the stuff that Cousin Eddie was doing. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. You gotta have outtakes, you gotta have deleted scenes, at least. Oh, we're gonna get into deleted scenes, my friend. We will crack that egg wide open. Oh, we love cracking that egg. Oh, yeah, we do. I love a good deleted scene. And then I sit there and I'm like, I can... No, it goes two ways. Because one way you'll think like, oh, I can see why I, they, they cut this. It's ridiculous and doesn't, you know, do the plot any justice. Or it drags. Yeah, or, it may, or it'll make it all drag. Some of us still want to see it. But yeah, exactly. And on the other end, you think like, oh, this might have been a nice thing if they, they left it in. That might have been cool. We we seen DVDs that have deleted scenes. Yeah. That it wouldn't make sense to keep it in. Yes. The dir- the director or someone else said, "No, let's take that out." Then we watch it, but that could have stayed in. <laughs> yeah, and then you left there going, "What? Why? 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 Why?" <laughs> <laughs> Sean has a cold today, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we already we already recorded our uh, regular comedy podcast, which is hashtag Just Saying. You can hear it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher. and Google Play. Um, basically, the same place you can hear the the what you're listening to right now. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so now here, now, for, before we get into like, uh, like the the you know the special stuff. Like the facts. Indeed, yeah. Just the facts. Just the facts, sir. <laughs> Before we get into that stuff, Sean and I actually watched this recently. Specifically so we could do this, mm-hmm. right? It's called research. <laughs> research Homework. and development, my friend. <laughs> a little R&D. A little R&D on a weekend. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> this is here's some notes that we made while we were watching the movie. Um, that we noticed. Just little things, okay? The first thing, and this this always kind of bothered me, <laughs> when Clark is in bed with Ellen, and he says all his life he would like to have a big family Christmas, right? But right. then when he's in the attic, and he's going through those reels, what does he watch? A big family Christmas. Yes. He was there. <laughs> As a so, kid. so does he mean all my life I've wanted to host one? Because that's not what he said. No. No. Be a little more specific, Clark. I know. What the hell, Clark? What the hell? You serious, Clark? <laughs> I love that line. That's one of my favorite lines of the movie. I have a shirt that says, are you serious, Clark? Hmm? I love it. I'm surprised you didn't wear it today. I didn't wear it today. Because you know why? Because I went to work today. And every time I wear that goddamn shirt, I get harassed because nobody knows what it's from. Can you imagine that? What's wrong with your work? They're all ridiculous people. <laughs> so I have I have one other favorite line in this movie. I hope you had mute on. 
is when um <laughs> I know. My other favorite line in the movie is when the neighbors come home and they're trying to figure out what happened to their stereo. Well, something had to break the window. Something had to break the stereo. And then Chewie Louis Dreyfus looks down and she's like, Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margot. I love that. <laughs> I love it and I don't know why. I think it's just the way he says it. I guess. It's just ridiculous. I love it. Anyway. She sounds like she's being a bitch to him, so he's going to be sarcastic to her. They're just a weird couple. But anyway. Yeah. What kind? I, this is what I want to know, right? What kind of bonus does Clark get that with it he can afford to put in a swimming pool? Mm. That's a hell of a bonus. No wonder he was so rip shit when he didn't get it. Mm-hmm. You see how in the last episode I said I'm going to try not to swear? Yeah. And I think I've already sworn twice in this episode. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll try in future to not swear as much for this particular show. The other show, I'm swearing my head off. Um, seriously, he then he says he put down a $7,500 deposit on it. And he needed his bonus to cover it. Yeah. So what kind of bonus does he get? Oh, I remember look on, uh, on his wife's face when he said that. Yes, she was bad because he, he for a second. Well, because he empty he basically emptied out their bank account. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey, sorry about that, honey." Oh, that makes me think. What? When did he write this check? Because she went shopping. She how did she pay for everything? Maybe credit cards or I don't know. I don't know. The family went out without him. He, yes, he, he was locked in the attic. They yes. all went shopping at the mall. Yes, they did. Gifts. And we have to hurry so I can take my back pill. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta eat. So I can take my back pill. <laughs> yes. Yeah, makes me wonder. Um, she probably had to use credit cards to get those gifts. I don't if know. If she wrote a check, then they're gonna bounce. Oh, if she wrote a check, it's Rubber City. <laughs> that puppy is bouncing. But I just want to know what, what kind of bonus he gets because he was putting in a pool with it, and mm-hmm. that's insane. And then assumed he would have money left over because he's like, if there's enough left, I'll fly everybody out here. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? <laughs> I want to work where you work. <laughs> I want a $7,500 Christmas bonus. Yes. That's crazy. I like any Christmas bonus like that now. Exactly. Oh, I worked for a company that actually used to do Christmas bonuses. It was pretty sweet. Nope. Not anymore. <laughs> I don't live that kind of life anymore, apparently. Um, this is a quick little thing that Rusty breaks all the reindeer when he throws them down on the ground. Just set them there on the ground, Russ, and then he breaks them all. He's holding them like this. Yeah. And he just lets them go and drops. Then they all break. If you watch the legs of the things, they just they move in a way that you can tell they broke. Oh yeah, they're all broken. Broken reindeer legs for Rusty. But he never gets in trouble for it. <laughs> okay, here's another thing, right? Why didn't Audrey and Rusty take the bunk beds and the grandparents sleep in the bed that they were sleeping in? It would make more sense. Yeah, and she was, because she was mad, she had to sleep next to her little brother. You know at, how sick and twisted that is? And I have something on that <laughs> later, but we'll, we'll deal with this now. So she was mad she had to sleep in a bed with her brother. If they had taken the bunk beds, they wouldn't have to. Right. Oh, oh, wait. 
I just thought of something. Oh, oh, Mr. Cotter. Oh. I know. I just thought of something. I just thought of something, you guys. I think I just answered my own question, right? It's back in the old-fashioned days, husband and wives didn't like to sleep in the same bed. Ah. My grandparents slept in double beds. It was like Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. You ever watch Dick Van Dyke? Him and Mary Tyler Moore were in separate beds. Cause... About three feet away from each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I maybe I just fixed it. Either okay. that or the uh, grandfather just wanted to lay, lay there all night looking at the... Staring at that poster? Yeah, that girly poster. That's creepy. That's just a little bit creepy. Hmm. Okay. Moving on. Um, how did nobody notice Eddie pull up in that crummy RV? <laughs> it's loud as heck. It backfires when he leaves to go get the boss. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just... huge. It looks rusted. Oh, yeah. Uh, he says he came into town on fumes. Yeah. So you think it would be like chugging. <laughs> Everybody's outside. <laughs> While he's, uh, clock's about to light up the house. Yeah. No one noticed, even at the corner of their eye, this big piece of shit. <laughs> you swear. Now. now he swore. You heard him. Backing in the driveway? No. And, you know, I don't care what kind of light show you're putting on. If that's pulling up in your driveway, you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You can't miss it. And then he's just so, so, Eddie? He's just so shocked. <laughs> um, so, speaking of that scene, most of these notes are actually, like, in order of the film, by the way. So, speaking of that scene, as they're going to walk back in the house after the Eddie shows up and they've all admired the lights... Um, Clark's mother tries to pick up Rocky. <laughs> um, Eddie's Eddie and uh, C- Catherine's son, and she immediately puts him down. Like, what? Oh no! <laughs> You're too heavy, boy. <laughs> and then they walk in the house. It's like, wee! Oh, nope. You're walking, kid. No free rides. No free rides. Grandma ain't that strong. <laughs> On the twenty-first day, and we know because we know because of the advent calendar that's helping us. <laughs> it's helping us advance the story. Is the advent calendar on the twenty-first day? Clark says that it's the last day of the year for him. So this tyrant of a boss lets him take what, like two weeks off around Christmas time? That's a nice vacation. That is a nice vacation. You know what I had to do? To get a week off at Christmas time? What? I can't say it on a G-rated show. <laughs> it was horrible. I had to beg. Maybe we'll bring it up in next week's regular show. Oh, I don't know. But, it, you know, he he just, oh, last day of the week, last day of the year for me. It's taking two weeks off at Christmas time. Lucky. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, why does Clark and Ellen have to pick up the trash spilled all over the floor by Eddie's damn dog? <laughs> Let me tell you something. That was my house, and I walked in the kitchen, and Snots <laughs> got garbage all over. That's the name of the dog. Snots oh. got garbage all over the floor. I'd be like, hey, Edward, <laughs> why don't you come here? <laughs> Here's all the cleaning tools. Clean up the garbage and then wash the floor because I guarantee it's going to stink like garbage. Uh-huh. Heck yeah. So pick up after your dog. Exactly. It's his damn dog. Right. Pick it up. 
Gross. Uh, so that kind of bothers me. Let's see. What else? <laughs> uh, real quick, if you noted, there is a scene, I think, when they right when they come back from the trash cleaning, that Clark's parents are actually, like, making out at the table. <laughs> and Ellen is trying to, like, not look at them, but laugh. Like, she's laughing without trying to look at them. It's weird. It's this weird little moment. There's one moment that she's laughing her ass off. Yeah. They cut to... I guess a scene with um, Lewis in the other room and cut back and she's not laughing at all. Yeah. But she's just like trying not to look at them. It's like, Oh, old people are making out. (laughs) Let me look over here now. Okay. No making out of the dinner table. Hey, no making out. How did Eddie know where to find the boss? Because Clark only says the name of the street, but not the address. Right. He's like over there on, you know, Humphrey lane. Melody Melody lane. Is that it? Mm hmm. But he never says the address. No. But Eddie, who is a moron, is able to find where he lives. Very bulging man. <laughs> <laughs> he is a bulging man. Okay. Here's another beef with this, right? It's when everything goes to, to hell. And Clark's had his meltdown. And it's, you know, the family's looking like maybe we should go. Ellen wants everyone to leave after everything goes wrong with the squirrel. And exactly where are they supposed to go? Right. Because they're all in from out of town, mm-hmm. and it's Christmas Eve. Right. Good luck finding a motel. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, are they expected to go, like, home? Hop on a plane and go home? Squeeze in the RV in the driveway? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I found that very inconsiderate. It was. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't they just stay? Hmm. That was, that was weird for that moment, though, of her to say that. I know. It's like, I think it's best if everyone just goes. He was having the, Where are they supposed to go? He was having the crappiest uh, Christmas that he was hoping to have. A nice one. Yeah. He was having the crappiest one, and you'd think he'd be the one to say that. You would think. Okay. We're at the threshold of hell. <laughs> they were. All right, so... Here's my other thing with this, and this is the last, the last little uh, bit of, of notes for the film. Why is Mrs. Shirley allowed to go into the Griswold's house <laughs> to identify her husband and Eddie as the kidnapper? This is a hostage situation. Yes. She shouldn't be allowed anywhere near there. In reality, she'd be told to stay in the squad car. And yet they're like... Come on in. We're going to have cookies and eggnog, and you point out the bad people, and we'll take them to jail. My guy's going to jump through every single window in this house. Yeah, there's not a window left standing. Uh, everybody inside is going to have a gun to their head, even the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is a, um, what is it, Ruby Sue. There's a scene, actually, when Miss, after Mrs. Shirley comes in, uh, the, the, the stupid SWAT guy actually has a gun on the little girl. Yeah. It's only for like, like this. It's only for a split second. You really got to look for it. But it's bizarre. It's, it's like in the middle of the screen, right way towards the back room. Yeah. Well, you but, see her. Keep your eyes on yeah. her. You'll see you'll see the guy. It's like it's pointed right at her. And then it seems like right after he kind of points it <laughs> off to the side a little bit. Like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have a gun on a 6-year-old." <laughs> and then we wind that scene and during that whole scene about what well, it's like a five-minute scene. Mm-hmm. Keep watching Eddie in the background. He keeps changing facial expressions. It's it's hilarious. Okay. 
So, I'm going to show you something. So this is uh, mainly for the video people, but for the audio folk, I will do my best. If you look on the back of the DVD cover, there is a scene right there. I can't really point it out. There we go. Up right there. Where Clark is with the family, and they are talking to a man in a lounge chair. Mm-hmm. It's on the back of the DVD, but it's not in the film. Call a deleted scene. So this picture shows the Griswolds looking at a man in a lounger, and he's in a Santa hat and coat. Uh, the film, as it stands, has a Christmas tree moment straight after the road scene where the family car ends up under the truck. They drive out of there quickly and are faced with a snowplow, so they end up flying through the air until the they Duke's hit a, a hazard in there. Yeah, until they hit a sign saying Christmas trees. It then cuts to the family walking through the snow, they find the Griswold family Christmas tree and realize they haven't got a saw. Then you see the tree tied to the car with the roots attached. And didn't you always wonder how they got the tree out of the ground? I did. Are we meant to think like he used his hands? He'd there, be there still. The whole family would be burrowing. <laughs> burrowing! Burrow for the Christmas tree, kids. They'd be there all night. They would. Anyway, there's a whole scene where Clark asks that tree seller, photographed on the back of the DVD, if they have a saw. There's a conversation between them. They don't supply saws, but they give Clark a spade. Which is why later on... It's a type of shovel. (laughs) Which is why later on, um, he's talking to Eddie and he says, I dug it out of the ground myself. For years, I thought he was just being sarcastic. (laughs) So there's also a few other scenes in the original screenplay that were cut, which uh, involve Clark covered in Christmas tree pine needles, the family praying and confessing things while driving under the truck, the family hand-making decorations, the opening of the advent calendars was supposed to be done by different family members, and the grandparents try to buy Rusty an air rifle. Which sounds a little bit too much like another classic Christmas uh, movie. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. So, maybe you've learned something. Maybe you have not. (laughs) Either way, learned you learned about the deleted scene. Yes. And the explanation for that picture on the back. Why did I remember this scene? I know. Oh, that's why. All right. Now I'm going to do, before we send you away happy, I hope, I'm going to do some quick... Christmas vacation facts. Yay! More All facts. Right. Just the facts. Facts! Here we go. Boom. One. Christmas Vacation is based on a John Hughes short story. Hughes's story, Christmas 59, was originally published in December of 80 in an issue of National Lampoon. It was a follow-up story to his original Vacation 58, which was made into the original Vacation movie in 1983. The movie gives a small nod to Hugh's original story when Clark pulls out reels of the old Christmas family films to reveal one that is titled Christmas 59. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Facts. Plus, plus, with that, think about it. Yeah. John Hughes, right? Yeah. Clark wears a Chicago Bears hat. Yes. Because Hughes is from Chicago. Yes. And all of his characters are from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bueller. Ah. Johnny Galecki and Juliette Lewis are the third pair of actors to play Rusty and Audrey. 
Lewis would reprise her role in a series of vacation-themed Old Navy commercials in 2012, also starring Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo as Clark and Helen. Christmas Vacation is director Jeremiah Chechnik's first feature film. Jeremiah was a bulldog. Yes, he had never seen any of the previous vacation movies before he took the job. Really? He made a small appearance in the movie as the man on the cover of the People magazine Clark reads in bed. Ah. Yes. There were no rehearsals for actors for the film. Chase's tendency to ad-lib and improvise made preparations useless. (laughs) I agree. Christmas Vacation features four Saturday Night Live alums. Would you like to guess who they are? No. Okay. (laughs) They are Chevy Chase. One. Brian Doimari. Yes. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes. And Randy Quaid. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people forget she was on that show at all. Uh, I don't think she was on very long. I guess not. (laughs) Besides Julia Louis-Dreyfus, the other yuppie neighbors played by Nicholas Guest. Nicholas is the brother of actor and director Christopher Guest, who was known for such films as This is Spinal Tap and The Princess Bride. What? And be my guest. (laughs) He played the evil six-fingered Count Rugen. Nice. As you wish. I like that movie. That's a good movie. Christmas Vacation went straight to video in the UK and was never given an original theatrical release. Oh, you poor people. In the United States, it became the highest grossing entry in the vacation series. It made over $71 million. Well, they should have given the UK people a shot. That's not fair. Even though it's called Christmas Vacation, the movie never gets to Christmas. It ends on Christmas Eve. True. (laughs) The movie that Rusty watches on TV is Frank Capra's perennial Christmas classic, It's a Wonderful Life. Capper's grandson, Frank Capper III, served as vacation's assistant director. Tie-in. Yes. The Griswold's house and street were built and shot on the Warner Brothers back lot in Burbank. The house of the yuppie neighbors is the same one the Murtaugh's house uh, used in Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon house. Christmas Vacation was Mae Questel's. She played on Bethany, final film. She also did the voice of Betty Boop in Olive Oil. Grace, she passed away 30 years ago. The blessing. The blessing. (laughs) (laughs) The scene in which Chevy Chates insults his boss took a lot of planning. I bet. Before shooting, Chase had the crew place cue cards all over the set behind the camera so he could read the long-winded insult without stopping. I would have loved to have seen that. Oh, yeah. That must have been awesome. See? Behind the scenes. That would have been nice to have. Yes. Message. (laughs) The studio originally wanted to cut the scene where the cat gets electrocuted. They worried potential complaints of animal cruelty. But after test audiences listed it as the funniest scene in the film, they were convinced to keep it in. That's because this was done in the 80s, not now. Oh, no. That'd never go now. No. I'm surprised people haven't tried to pull it off the air now because of that. Um, The production originally had a trained squirrel... For the scene where it wrecks havoc on the house. Squirrel! Unfortunately, the squirrel died before the scene was shot. Oh. And they had to use an untrained, very unprofessional squirrel. He was totally out of the actor's guild. He couldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Gene Autry's Here Comes Santa Claus plays the during the final police raid. Actor Randy Quaid, who plays the cousin Eddie, is Autry's third cousin. Ta-da. Ta-da. 
Clark grew up in Samantha Stevens' house. The, uh, the Clark... I'm sorry. Clark's childhood home featured in the old movies looks familiar. It's because it's the same house featured on Bewitched. Ta-da! It's one of only two Christmas movies released in 1989. Yes, it was. Through the holiday season is usually packed with Christmas-themed movies. Christmas Vacation was one of only two that released in 89. The other was John Hancock's Prancer. Johnny Galecki, a.k.a. Rusty Griswold, starred in both. Oh, coincidence. Checks. <laughs> Dude's getting checks. Oh, he's getting bigger checks now. Yes, he is. Audrey is miraculously older than Rusty. In the original vacation and European vacation, Rusty is believed to be the older of the Griswold children. Yes. In Christmas vacation, Rusty somehow morphs into Audrey's younger brother. Yeah, just think about it. You yeah. Got, you got Anthony and Michael Hall, who's like average size. Yeah. Even though he grew tall during the filming of that. Yeah. Um, then you got the uh, the other guy on the, on the second one, who's like, yeah, like six feet. I almost. can never remember his name. Yeah. Um, and then you go from him to Johnny Galecki, <laughs> who's like a little child. I always thought that was why when he turned around and he was like Russ, and then he's like right in front of him, he looks down, he's like, oh, they were. <laughs> That's when it makes sense to do that trick. Because he's used to everyone, all gag. the rusty, the tall rusties. Cousin Eddie is based on a real guy. Quaid borrowed many of Cousin Eddie's mannerisms from a guy he knew growing up in Texas, notably his tendency toward tongue clicking. But Eddie's sweater dicky combo, that idea came from Quaid's wife. That's oh, that right. Was ugly. Bethany and Lewis's entrance made the earth move under your feet. At the same time, production filmed the arrival of Uncle Lewis and Aunt Bethany at the Griswold's house. A minor earthquake struck. Holy Ooh. hell. The Maybe camera... that's why she said, don't throw me down, Clark. <laughs> Maybe. The camera shakes slightly as a result of it as Bethany walks through the front door. So was that on here? Yes. Now I want to see They that. left it in. Now I want to see that. The, the camera, I didn't even notice. The camera just shakes very slightly. Hmm. Ellen Griswold has lied to the police. Oh, you're going down. In the same scene, Ellen Griswold apologizes to Miss Shirley, the wife of Clark's boss, Eddie's kidnapping victim, assures her that this is our family's first kidnapping, when in fact it is their second, at least the second that we know of. In the first vacation film, the Griswold force Lasky, the security guard at Wally World, as played by John Candy, to open the park for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just before Clark gets locked in the attic, he pulls out an old present from a hidden slot. A card that reads, Happy Mother's Day 1983, Love Clark. The first movie, National Lampoon's Vacation, was released that same year, 1983. That's when he put the gift in there. Huh? That's when he put the gift in there. I know. Right before they went on vacation. <laughs> it's like, oh, she'll never find it in here. We'll be away. The black Chicago Bear cap that uh, Sean mentioned earlier and Clark wears <laughs> appears in all four vacation movies. Uh, vacation, European Vacation, Christmas Vacation, Vegas Vacation. Like every John Hughes character, Clark is from Chicago. Ta-da! And lastly, the Dodge pickup that tailgates Clark and the family in the opening scenes of the film is the same one driven by Kurt Russell in Overboard, which is one of my mom's favorite movies. There you go, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that is Christmas Vacation, all neatly gift-wrapped for you. 
Now unwrap yourself a copy and watch it. <laughs> nice! Uh, nice! Unwrap yourself a copy. Go watch it. Uh, if you haven't seen it, and I, I find it hard to believe that you haven't. Watching um, this. Hopefully you've, it will inspire you to watch it. Um, let's see. I gave I, I gave Clue in my mind. I didn't give like a grade on the on the thing. But I said like 10 out of 10. Uh, I'd give this like a 9.5 out of 10. Because no, no film is perfect. Yeah, nine out of ten. Not no, Sean. Not he's he's a strict mistress. That Sean. <laughs> nine out of ten for him. Okay. All right. That's our. This is our second ever review episode. Uh, we'll do another one next week. Yeah. Be sure to check out our comedy podcast. Hashtag just saying. Oh, I get to shut up now. <laughs> my throat is killing me. I get to shut up now. Sean's got something to say. Woo, Sean. Oh, I cut my mic. Woo, Sean. <laughs> Have a good everything. Nice catch, by the way. Go watch it. Shitter was full. Nice.